Thank you very much, uh, Madam Chair and Ranking Member Obernolte. Appreciate this hearing on two bills that are huge priorities for tribal communities in my district. I'll first turn my attention to the Katamine and Amik Yaram Sacred Lands Act. That's my uh, best pronunciation, Madam Ketamine. Chair. Ketamine. Um, a bill will, that will place lands in Humboldt and Siskiyou counties uh, in Northern California into trust for the Karuk tribe. We've introduced this bill for the first time this Congress, and notably Senator Padilla and Senator Feinstein have collaborated with us on the Senate side uh, with a companion bill based on technical feedback that we've received from the administration and working with the Karuk tribe to develop. Uh, and that bill had a successful hearing in the Senate um, Committee on Indian Affairs just a few weeks ago. Natural resource stewardship of land and wildlife, plants, water, uh, these things are at the core of the Karuk people's culture and identity, but 95% of their Aboriginal territory is currently under federal management. This undermines the tribe's ability to exercise traditional practices that have been passed down since time immemorial. This bill seeks to return sacred ground, and I don't use that term lightly, very sacred ground to the Karuk tribe. It corrects a historic injustice and I've had the immense privilege to uh, visit Katamine and its surrounding areas. These places are not only majestic and beautiful, they're central to Karuk history, religion, culture, and identity. So placing them in trust is important. It ensures that the Karuk culture and way of life can endure for future generations. Chairman Atterbury is here and he will be discussing this in further detail, but for the Karuk people, this land identified in this bill uh, is at the center of the world, literally. The historical village and ceremonial site of Katamine is the location of the final series of the annual Pikyavish World Renewable Renewal Ceremonies. And Amik Yaram, just downriver from Katamine, is the site of the jump dance and the first salmon ceremony. Both of these are vital components of the World Renewal Ceremonies. This area is essential to intergenerational teaching and learning needed to ensure future generations of the Karuk people know and understand Karuk culture and customs. Currently, the tribe has a special use permit with the Forest Service that allows it access to the grounds for ceremony uh, when things go well. Uh, this access is not guaranteed, and in some years, the tribe is interrupted by public intrusions during private and sacred components of the world renewal ceremonies. Under this bill, only Forest Service lands are going to be transferred to the tribe, so there's no concern about private lands, allotments, or existing rights being excluded. I'll next turn my attention to the Yurok Lands Act. Uh, the revised Yurok Lands Act would expand the Yurok Reservation and support the tribe's resource-based culture and economy. The Yurok tribe has relied on natural resources from the Klamath River to the Pacific Ocean since time immemorial. Uh, from salmon to redwood trees, these resources provide for subsistence and the cultural and economic livelihood of this tribal community. And this legislation transfers the Iraq experimental forest into trust for the tribe. This will support the tribe's ongoing work as a leader in forest management and conservation while ensuring continued use for existing forest service research. The legislation adjusts the Iraq reservation boundary to include the experimental forest land, also tribally owned fee land and forest service land in another very sacred place, the Blue Creek watershed. Uh, it designates the Yurok Scenic Byway in the reservation, which will allow for infrastructure improvements and access to federal grants. 
And importantly, this legislation does not stop other tribes from cooperatively working with federal agencies or hinder participation in the NEPA process under existing authorities. We've been very careful uh, to make sure of that. The legislation um, has been a long time coming. We've been working on it for a couple of decades, predating even my time in the Congress, but the tribe first brought this to me in 2014, and I have worked with the Yurok as well as other surrounding tribes and stakeholders ever since. Um, following a hearing in this subcommittee in 2019 and some discussions that ensued, uh, we made several changes uh, that I think have been a real breakthrough. I appreciate Ranking Member Obernolte for recognizing that, and I'm so pleased to say that we've been able to remove the previous tribal opposition to this bill. Uh, we've really come a long way. So um, these positive discussions are, um, have happened with the Trinidad Rancheria and the Hoopa Valley Tribe and others. Um, we've made meaningful, significant changes uh, to address concerns, and I'm really pleased to be uh, presenting this subcommittee with a bill that I think is, is ready to go and in really good shape. Uh, so, Madam Chair, the wonderful thing about both of these bills and the wide array of local support that we have uh, is that they are involving really special sacred places, uh, doing important things to improve the lives of tribal communities and, uh, frankly, correcting historic injustices. Appreciate your leadership. I also want to thank uh, the Karuk tribe and the Yurok tribe. Uh, their leaders are here, and I look forward to hearing from them. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. I yield back. Thank you, Representative uh, Huffman. The chair now recognizes the gentleperson from Washington, Ms. Strickland, for a statement on your legislation. 